0: Chapter 10 (laughs) Kira was floating high above the top of a rain-soaked Jedi temple on Yavin 40. She could see a hooded figure standing nonchalantly across from the large four-armed figure of Elgar Oryk, his enormous single blue blade the only sound besides the thunderstorm.
1: You don't have to do this. We can stop the Sith together. There's no reason to take these actions. We will fail, my friend. We may stop these acolytes, but if I don't accomplish what Revan did, we will never be rid of the dark side. What do you mean? What did Revan do? He defeated the darkness Algar by lighting a light from within he used his fears to conquer fear. He walked the path between the light and the dark, able to control both equally. How can you not see this? I'm sorry, but there must be another way.
0: The hooded figure ignited his lightsaber, a red blade springing forth from a hilt hidden from view inside the sleeve of his robe.
1: If you refuse to see the truth, then you cannot be allowed to divulge what you have discovered.
0: Their blades clashed together, and suddenly she was back inside the burning home. Again, she could hear the screams of pain from her father, but this time she thought she heard two other voices coming from outside.
2: Are you sure he said burning, Dam?
0: What does it matter? This sends a message all the same, don't it?
3: You're insane, man. Let's get out of here.
0: Kira snapped awake. She was covered in sweat and breathing heavily. She looked around, trying to gather her thoughts, and saw Ness standing just inside her room with a concerned look on her face.
4: Who is Algar? No
3: one. It's not important. Something from a past life.
4: You mean your past life as a Jedi, or the one as an indentured servant?
3: How did you find that out?
4: For starters, because you're a terrible liar, I research Cortosis and it's only interesting to a Jedi. After that, it's simply a matter of looking for missing persons reports from Payas Motal. Guess what? Only one, and it happens to be for, a uh, Kirana Malin. How sheltered were you to think that no one could find out anything about you?
3: I guess I just thought it wasn't
4: important enough to be looked into. Fair enough, but you know what isn't true? I mean, Kayback Nanli knew who you were. I mean, really knew.
0: G8 shuffled into the room excitedly.
2: Mistress Kira, I have finished deciphering the data card you gave me.
3: Really? Excellent. What was on it?
2: I have
4: no idea. Some droid you have there.
3: What do you mean, G8? It is a language
2: I have never seen before one That is all I
3: can tell you. May I see it, please? Over here at the workstation?
0: Of course. Kara looked at the letters that flashed by on the screen. She stopped them every once in a while, studying one in particular as it would pass.
3: This is the same language that was written on the statues in the Dark Temple in Yavin 4. It must be the original Sith language.
0: She closed her eyes, bringing the image of the statue of the hooded figure into her mind's eye.
3: The name on the statue was Darth Adumbrit, the man from my dreams.
0: Vos Nezagoth smiled as he looked at the young Nogri standing before him. He admired his lack of fear. He would make a powerful apprentice worthy of succeeding him eventually. As long as his lack of fear did not tie itself to a lack of intelligence. Who are you and why do you disturb me in my inner chambers? I was
2: brought here by a powerful dark side energy. My lightsaber crystals showed me the way. Yes, you have silk crystals inside your blades. I have only heard of such a thing being done once before, and the individual responsible for trying lost his mind within hours. How is it you are able to keep yours intact? Do not know. I find their presence comforting, and their power intoxicating.
0: Voss smiled again, pleased with the answer.
2: I can provide you with even more power, my young friend. If you kneel to me, I will show you power beyond anything you have ever dreamed of.
0: We will be like family, in fact, Sakyul. Sakul knelt in front of Voss as he bowed his head.
2: I will serve you, master. Tell me what it is you want of me.
0: The destruction of the Jedi, my young apprentice.
2: That, and that alone, is our final goal. The Jedi will come looking for you soon. We must leave the planet and establish a stronghold for ourselves where I may train you in the ways of the dark side, on a planet where we will not be disturbed. In my teachings, I was told of a planet that used to hold the tombs of the ancient Sith voids.
0: We will begin our resurrection there, on Korriban. Kira heard the nav computer chime several hours later, indicating their arrival to Payus Motal. She instructed G-8 to touch down at the Lon Beachy port, and once they did, she stopped Ness.
4: I'm really nervous. What if they're super angry with me? You'll be fine, Kira. I'll be right here beside you.
0: Kira smiled and looked back to G-8.
4: Stay here, G-8. Personal droids are pretty uncommon here.
3: You'll only draw attention.
0: As you wish. They walked through the market, looking for her old stall. It was closed up even though it was nearly midday. They continued walking until she saw an older man sitting outside of a cantina.
3: Excuse me, sir, do you know when Parpe's stall will open?
0: What's that?
1: Oh no, Parpe closed that down a while back. Something about not being able to find good help.
3: Thank you, sir.
1: Shame about the little girl leaving. Shame what they did to her folks over it too. Cure a world on the man.
3: What do they do to them? What are you talking about, old man?
0: The old man shook his head in sadness before replying.
1: I'm too old to go into the details,
0: kid. Let's just say it was ugly. Ness grabbed her arm as Kira took in a breath to reply.
4: Leave him be. We can find someone else to ask. Let's keep moving.
0: They left the old man to finish his drink, and Kira moved quickly towards her old home. As they approached where it should have been, She saw nothing but a burned outline of where the home once had stood. Kira dropped to her knees, tears streaming down her face.
3: I need to know what happened, Ness. Where do we go to find hired help? Two of them set fire to our house last time, and they may know who did it this time as well.
4: I've never been here before, Kira, but it's usually the cheapest cantina.
3: Let's go.
0: Several hours and two cantinas later, they had finally found a lead. Two brothers had been hired to send her parents a message the first time. One had been killed on a job recently, so his remaining sibling spent most of his days and nights swimming inside of his Narvanian grunt. Ness and Kira approached him gently as they slid into the seat across from him in the booth.
4: Garvin? Garvin Webro?
0: The man slowly lifted his head to look them in the eyes. Who is that?
4: Not important. We need information, and I'm willing to pay.
0: She slid a 100-credit chip across the table to him. His eyes went wide, and suddenly he was very interested in them. What do you need to know?
1: Who
3: killed the Malins?
1: No way. Sorry, I can't answer that. Don't know who did it.
4: Don't know who did it or can't answer. Those seem pretty different to me.
0: As she said this, She gently began to push her vibroblade, which she had quietly pulled out during the conversation, into his stomach. The man gasped in pain. Okay, okay. All I know is Parpe ordered the hit. Kira sat stunned, then responded.
3: That can't be right. My father owed him money. He wouldn't have killed him for that, though.
1: You're fucked. Wait, you're the mailing
0: kid? Holy panther This is unbelievable. Ness shot Kira a side glance, indicating her mistake. Ness slid two more credit chips across to him.
4: That needs to stay between us as well. Understood?
0: Parpe did have your parents killed, kid.
1: And it's because he couldn't let hit them live. Ugh. He had to send a message that you don't mess with the crime lords. Even one as low down the rungs as Parpe.
4: Where can we find Parpe now?
1: He's running things out of the old cantina. The Bounty's rest.
0: Ness thanked him, and she and Kira stood and left. Garvin looked down at his credits and ordered another round. Garvin sat in the same spot a quarter of a standard hour later, when a strange-looking protocol droid sat across from him in his booth. What the hell
1: do you want, droid?
0: How did you even get
1: in here? The
2: same as everybody else here, I paid. Mean. Funny thing about
0: feedback, though, could have you even life. What are you- do- He was cut short as something shot from the tip of G8's finger. A pinpoint-sized hole appeared in the middle of Garvin's forehead. Organics.
2: Such Such fragile creatures. One small puncture to their craniums and they
0: malfunctioned beyond repair. My apologies, but you could not be allowed to speak of Toronto. The women found the old cantina easily. After scouting the perimeter and eliminating the patrolling guards, they snuck in through the back. They were now looking at a room with about six guards and Parpe inside.
4: Let's do this right, take out the three on the right, I'll take the three on the left.
0: Kira nodded and took aim with the pistol that Ness had loaned her. They stepped into the room quietly and let loose with their first volley. Kira hit one man in the shoulder as Ness took two down in quick succession, one with a headshot and one with a shot to the gut. Kira tapped into the force before anyone else could move, shot two more, dropping them in place. Ness followed up by killing the last guard as Kirana pointed her blaster at Parpe.
1: Well, if it isn't the little Kirana back from her vacation.
3: Why did you kill my parents?
1: Because you left, you little twerp. Your father and I had a deal, and you broke it. Did you think there would be no consequences? That you could leave to wherever you went and nothing would happen? So I strung them up, and I finished what their first fire couldn't. I burned them alive. I made sure the whole village heard them too. No one will ever walk
0: out on a debt owed to Parpe again. Kira dropped her blaster, her whole body shaking in rage. She cried out in frustration. Where did you go anyway? What was worth your parents' lives? Kira shot a look at him of pure hatred. She reached her hand out in front of her.
3: I went to become a Jedi. Funny thing, I left
0: early. Parpe suddenly began to choke as if his throat was being grasped by an invisible fist. His hands flew to his throat as he tried to pry the invisible hands from their terrible grip. Kira squeezed as she reveled in the power flowing through her body. Crime Lord's eyes began to bulge from his skull as his face turned a deep purplish red. Suddenly. Kira felt a hand touch her elbow and looked over to see Ness. Her eyes were calm, but stern.
4: Kira, this is not what you truly want, is it? To lose yourself because of this piece of trash?
0: Kira shook her head clear and released her grasp on the man's throat. Parpe hit the ground with a thud, gasping for breath.
3: Let's go. He isn't worth it. I'll have to live with my parents' deaths and killing him won't change that.
0: Ness nodded to her then turned back and shot him with a stun bolt. No
4: need to take any risks, though.
0: They turned and walked out of the room, heading back to the ship. They walked closely to one another. As they did, Kira slipped her hand into Nasala's, giving it a quick squeeze.
3: Thank you for guiding me to the correct path. I needed it.
4: You're welcome, Kira. I couldn't stand watching you lose yourself.
0: She caught herself before she said anything more.
4: You're welcome.
0: Wake up, meatbag. Get up. Parpe slowly blinked as his eyes tried to focus. Who are you? What do you want?
2: It's not Not important
0: who I am, Parpe.
2: It is keenly important important who you are, or more importantly, who you just threatened a short time ago. ago. Kirana? Exactly. You see, she is my primary mission. No, no, that is not accurate. Her well-being and safety is my current mission. It is truly amazing how organics such as yourself. ever make it infancy. You are so...
0: Friendly. As he spoke the last words, he reached down and calmly snapped the man's right wrist like it was a twig. Parpe screamed. As he did so, a tiny laser shot out from G8's left eye, making a small incision along the man's throat that cauterized instantly, but also ended the screams prematurely.
2: None of that now we can't have the neighbors joining us. We will be here a while. If I understood correctly, you may cure family and suffer. Therefore, you will suffer the same fate. Do you know what temperature a human's flesh melts at? None mm-hmm. neither do I. So let's experiment,
0: shall we? A blue flame leapt from one of his fingers, and he approached the crime cool intent. If the man had been able to, His screams would have filled the night with an orchestra of pain. Kira and Ness returned to the ship and began to get prepared to leave the planet. Kira met Ness in the cockpit, with a confused look on her face.
3: Have you seen G8 anywhere? He doesn't seem to be on board.
4: No, I thought you told him to stay with the ship. I did. Perhaps
3: he decided to go out on a patrol or something.
0: They were cut short as Kira felt a warning through the force. Look out! As she yelled to Ness, a thermal detonator bounced in through the open gangway. Kira pushed it back using the force, and moments later it exploded. A piece of shrapnel caught Kira along her right cheek, but she and Ness were already moving. They ran down the gangway looking for the source of the attack. They saw almost a dozen figures standing a couple hundred yards away or so, all aiming blasters at them.
4: Who are they? Don't know. Parpe must have sent them.
1: You think you can show up, kill Garvin,
0: and just leave? We protect our own around here! They opened fire on the girls, causing Ness and Kira to find cover. They tried returning fire, but were pinned down and well outnumbered.
4: Who is Garvin? The guy from the cantina, but we didn't kill him.
0: Suddenly, the blaster fire stopped and they heard screams coming from where their attackers were stationed. As they peeked around the side of the crates they were using as cover, they saw an astonishing sight.
4: Is that... I
0: think so. What they saw was G8, but not G8. His arms had turned into blades, and he had already cut down almost all of the attackers. He removed the head of the second to last man, but as he turned to kill the last member of the party, he was caught in the face by a shot from the leader's rifle. The droid's head jerked back, and then he refocused on the man. He strode forward and drove both blades into the man's chest before collapsing on top of him. Kira rushed towards the droid, with Ness right behind.
3: G8, are you alright?
2: Yeah,
0: there, Kira. I am I We get on G8 lost power, and the women struggled to get him on board the Redemption. As soon as they had him secured on the repair table... Ness rushed to the cockpit and launched the starship into space.
3: Where do we go now? I'm not sure, but maybe we can meet up with Ozzy and the others back on Apatros.